Welcome to the Healthy Body Podcast. My name is Brianna Wilkerson and I am your host. I'm a holistic health and life coach, essential oils advocate, and a CrossFit level one trainer. But most of all, I am a woman on a mission to get a healthy body that I love and I'm proud of and help women do the same. Because ladies, guess what? For far too long have we fallen victim to this dieting cycle that promises us short-term gain with no long-term results. But I'm here to say that if you are on it also would love to overcome yo-yo dieting, honor your body and get a healthy body you love and you're proud of, I'm here to do it with you. Through establishing simple habits in your nutrition and nourishment, your exercise through movement, your stress management through relaxing, sleep through resting, uh, digestion through processing, toxic load through cleansing, and rewriting your mindset and beliefs through appropriate mindset and habits, we can journey together to help you move from a place of shame to a place of honor with your body and get a healthy body you love and you're proud of. So through this podcast, through my Healthy Body Resource Library, my challenge, my private community, and my coaching courses and programs, I help women do that. I help women really come to a place where they love and honor their body in a healthy, sustainable way. So I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you landed on this podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And be sure to let me know what you think because this podcast is all about you. All right, so before we get on to the next podcast uh, episode, listen to today's sponsor. This episode is sponsored by my Balancing Your Hormones Naturally Masterclass. This is going to be a free masterclass on October 15th, 2019, where you will be able to learn how you can balance your hormones naturally, sustainably, in order so that you can lose weight and reclaim your health for good. We'll talk about practical steps, what hormones are, how they easily get in balance, and how you can change your lifestyle, as well as use things such as essential oils to help you balance them. All right, so all you got to do is go to madewall345.com slash hormones, madewall345 com slash hormones. You'll get all the details there and the link to sign up. All right, now it is time for today's episode. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Healthy Body Podcast. My name is Brianna Wilkerson. I'm your host. And I'm, today I have with me Bridget Danner, who's going to talk to us all about kind of hormones and detoxing and how the link and the connection between hormones and toxins. So thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, it is. Pleasure is all mine. I just feel like with this hormone series, I've had like my heroes in the hormone world just when they say, yeah, come on. I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm about to geek out. Hopefully people. I love to talk. (laughs) Well, perfect. Perfect. I won't talk much. I'll just write a lot of notes. Uh, Well, so yeah, again, thank you so much for having us. So I just love when people come on to just kind of share their story because I feel like, especially in the health and wellness field, We all have a story that's kind of led us into the work that we do. So I would love for you to just kind of share your story around hormones and toxins. Yeah, I feel like at this point in my life, my story has just become so full circle, you know, sort of like the meaning of things are kind of linking up. So as a child, I was an environmentalist, like, don't ask me why I just wouldn't hear the news about like the ozone layer or like, you know seals in the ocean and I get upset about it. I was worried about it. So that kind of interest in the environment led me into the study of natural medicine. I became an acupuncturist and I always envisioned giving talks about the environment and stuff, but then I sort of didn't do it. I was living in Portland, Oregon. It's pretty green. 
Um, you know, I was doing the things an acupuncturist does, just treating elbow pain and, mm -hmm. you know, just sort of doing my, my thing. Um, and then when I had my son, I had a really hard time afterwards. I had a lot of anxiety and insomnia. My hormones just seemed off. Uh, I was sick a lot. So I really got into natural health in another way. Like I wasn't eating a great diet. It's not something we learned in acupuncture mm -hmm. school. And so I really got into like kind of functional medicine and coaching and, and diet. And I got better, but not like all the way better. You know, I would mm -hmm. still kind of cycle through these times of sickness, even though I was doing such good habits. Uh, so finally, after, you know, several years, I caught strep throat, I didn't recover. So I, I was just like, there's really nothing more I can do with my lifestyle. <laughs> like I'm done. Um, mm -hmm. And eventually like searching for a cause found out we had toxic mold in our home, oh. which was start of a whole big journey. So yeah, it was sort of, it's an environmental illness, right? And mm -hmm. it affected my hormones. It affected a lot of things in my body. Um, so you know, I was working on, on women's health, but now all I wanted to study was detox. So it took some kind of reframing to merge these ideas mm -hmm. of women's health and detox. Um, so now what I do is a little more broad and we have some male clients um, but we still test for hormones, but now we can test for toxins. So we just made a kind of a bigger conversation. And yeah, I do love linking these two things about toxins and hormones because I feel there is very little of it mm -hmm. being done. And yet women are feeling tired and overweight and frustrated and they may not be paying much attention to the toxins in their lives. Mm -hmm. Wow. How did you find out that you had toxic mold? Like, what was that process like? Uh, so I was being seen in a naturopathic college, mm. and they asked what was different about my home. And one thing that came up was that we have this musty basement, and we had just had a little flooding um, or leaking. And they said, well, that's something you could check for mold. And I didn't, I didn't want to check because I knew enough about mold that I didn't really right. want to go there. But my husband was like, we should check. Um, and so we had an inspector come out. So we actually just wrote a super extensive blog on mold with a video. Okay. There's different ways to start that. So we mm -hmm. own the home. So mm -hmm. you don't really want to hire an inspector if you don't own the home. Um, there's different starting points. But um, – yeah, and some people are sick from mold from an old exposure. Mm. So that's something I didn't really have an appreciation for at the beginning, but now, now I do because I've seen it come up for some clients. So, um, but usually, you know, you're sick and you're still in the environment where you're exposed. Mm. So, what exactly, like for those who maybe kind of, uh, you know trying to understand what toxic mold is and maybe how that's different from regular mold or maybe all mold is toxic. You could tell me, but what cl classifies like toxic mold and what does it actually do to a human's body? Yeah, that's a great question. So there are, I don't know, hundreds or thousands of types of mold and not all of them are toxic. Mm -hmm. um, so, so certain molds emit toxins that are harmful to humans and other mm -hmm. animals. Well, the problem about it being in a building 
is that when there's um, a leak or, you know, some kind of water damage that say is collecting in the drywall, it's a very artificial environment. It's not mm-hmm. like being out in a forest where you're like, oh, this section is full of toxic mold. Like that can't really happen because nature balances itself out. But in a building, it's just this weird artificial environment where um, certain species of toxic mold could grow dominant. And then they, they, they spread out these toxins and they, they spread out these spores. And depending on your genetics, you could get very sick from it or not as sick from it. It, you know, there's a lot of variables. Um, you know, probably many of us have been exposed at one point or another, but it depends how long and your body and stuff like that. So yeah, not all types of mold are toxic. If you see mold in your house, it doesn't necessarily mean it's toxic. There could be little localized things, you know, on a windowsill or something. It may be toxic, it may not. Some things are easier to clean up, but some, many are not. You know, if you're, if some plumbing in your bathroom has been leaking for years without you knowing it, it's going to be a big mess to mm-hmm. clean up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, just it's, I'm very curious too, because we just recently moved and there was some like water leakage in our house. And I'm like, I've been telling myself, I wonder if we should get this checked out. And I'm like, you know, it's similar to what you're saying. It's like, if it, it is mold, I don't want to see it. And, but if it's toxic mold, I want to, you know, <laughs> and so I just am like, okay, after this conversation, we got to get that checked out. Um, yeah, I would read the blog we just okay. published. Yeah, I definitely pretty will. thorough. Because we just, I just, now that people know this story of mine, they're like, well, what should I do first? What should mm-hmm. I, and we, you know, we link out four different types of tests you can okay. run in your house. So, you know, I'm happy. It took me forever to finally make that, you know, because I was sick yes. too. I didn't want to deal right. with this stuff. Um but now we have those resources and, you know, you just have to take the, take the first step. Mm-hmm. So then what, like, so what was your process? Like even thinking about, well, one, maybe you could tell us your process of like recovering and what, what are some of the things you did? And then two, I think people hear the word toxin quite a bit and they're kind of, you know, I think we think of toxins as like, you know, a large, acute, high intense exposure. But I, if I'm, I'm, you know, you could, correct me if I'm wrong, but just like, are you kind of talking about toxins in the sense, like in our personal environment, personal care products that we're exposing ourselves to over like smaller dosages? So maybe just talk about that. Like what was the process for you in recovery, but then also what are toxins and, you know, and how do they affect our health in general? Okay. I'll answer the second part first. Okay, good. (laughs) There is some like confusion. So technically there are two different words, toxin Mm -hmm. and toxicant. Right. But no one's heard that second word. Right. No, you're right. Totally. <laughs> so toxic mold is a toxin because it's produced by nature. Um, just like um, venom mm-hmm. or I don't know, say you have a, an infection in your body that's producing toxins. Toxicants are artificially produced. Um you know, in, in chemicals and you know, gasoline additives and, and personal care products. But they're both bad for us, and we mm-hmm. generally just use the word toxins because it's easier <laughs> to yeah. use. Um, as far as my process with mold, you know, the number one thing you need to do is remove the source, get away from the source, clean the things, throw out the things. It's essential, and it's 
it's often the hardest part because it's very costly and inconvenient, um, but it's just necessary. You need to be removed from the environment. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then after that, the bad news is, you know, you'll feel somewhat better just from that. And, And it depends on your exposure, you know, but if it was a long exposure, take you a long long time to get the, the mold and the toxins out of your body and to re-regulate your system so mm-hmm. I've been I don't know kind of like three years out I've had some re-exposures in that time mm. as we went through old things but you know my health is is pretty good now but even like a year ago um, I was still like dealing with like secondary infections and like not feeling well and I still have to be really careful with my diet and um, certainly with like re-exposures so like like I'm super sensitive to alcohol Mm. Um, so it's been a it's a long process Um, but what I tend to teach is it's really not like a fancy process yeah it's just like doing the things sticking with it And, you know, things do get better. So Mm -hmm. I think there can be this rush to like find a certain specialist and, you know, like it kind of frustrates me online sometimes because it's like, I know this inside and out and people will be like, um, who, who can treat me for mold? And I'm like, I can't, (laughs) like, you don't need, you can, there are some protocols developed by an MD, uh, um, Dr. Shoemaker, and he's like, an incredibly valuable resource in this field but since he started there's been a lot more information gathered and you don't necessarily have to do a pharmaceutical you know process to remove mold there are some people where pharmaceuticals will help a lot and some that they won't so Mm -hmm. it's mostly using pharmaceuticals and like a sort of often like an off-label way to clear it so yeah, again, it's sort of personal preference, but I think people think, well, this is a really specialized problem. I need a specialized doctor. Mm. Most doctors don't know anything about this. Right. Um, there are some specialized doctors who could certainly help you, and I do have some names um, for that, but often that means you need to travel to their clinic. Mm-hmm. And I guess the point I'm trying to make is there's a lot you can do on your own, whether it's clearing mold or clearing other toxins from your life, or just even if you don't know what's going on with you, if you just have low energy and you haven't really cleaned up your environment, there's just a lot of areas you can take action. Yeah. I think that's important that you're even, you know, you're mentioning that, like, I think because sometimes we, we, uh, we just think it, it can be easily fixed, but usually if, especially if it's an issue like this or with our health, that's kind of a chronic condition, it just takes time and it takes time doing the things that aren't as I'll say it aren't as sexy. It's like, it's just being consistent, doing that one thing and being patient with our body as it, as it recovers. That's a hundred percent. Yeah. It it doesn't, you know, we still as a culture, even when we believe in natural medicine, we still sort of want a magic pill. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that's just, we want things to be quick. I remember once when I was living, like I was in like a temporary home and I interviewed a mold expert and, and I asked her, how long does it take? And she was like, oh, it could be, you know, like six months or whatever. And now I look back and I'm like, that's so funny that I even like, 
ask that question because mm-hmm. like, like I wanted it to be over and maybe for some people they can be better in six months but I would really tend to disagree I, it's a long process and you're going to get better and better during the process right it's going to be a long process right yeah I love that you say that right away because it gets just puts you know makes it realistic for people and just so they can you know adjust their expectations accordingly so yeah. you know so i would love to hear how you have combined cuz you had a heart for women's health and then through your own experience you now have a heart to really help women detox their bodies so tell us a little bit how you've combined detoxing your hormones in in you know in the work that you do yeah so there's a lot of ways that toxins affect our hormones and i I think it's, it's really fascinating. So one is just when we put something external in our body, whether it's a food additive or a fragrance or whatever, it's foreign and it, it tends to make inflammation. So that inflammation could be in the gut and then you're not getting your nutrients or you're developing autoimmunity or it could be at the cellular level where your hormones have to uh, attach or kind of go through the cell. So if that cellular layer is blocked, that can be a problem. And the inflammation can be right in your brain, which is an area I'm super fascinated with lately, your hormone production. And I think that was happening to me for many years without a diagnosis because I was in that home many years before I found out. Um, so just the inflammation is a big factor. Another one most people know about is that um, toxins can be mimickers, right? They look like estrogen in the body is, is one example. So then the body, when it tries to calculate how much estrogen it has, it doesn't know. It doesn't get the right information because we have these toxins binding onto estrogen receptors. So you might not feel like you have enough estrogen but the body is sort of registering that there's enough. So it's confusing that really delicate feedback loop about uh, hormones. Toxins really can zap the energy production of a cell to the mitochondria of the cell. So that can be in the liver. It can be anywhere on the body. So the kind of chronic fatigue that most people feel, I think there's a, a, toxins are a huge player in that. Uh, especially if you're trying to do the other things right, you're getting to bed on time, you know, you're, you're following your circadian rhythm, you're, you know, not having a bunch of coffee. If you're still really tired, I would think about toxins for sure. Um, so those are a few, a few ways, you know, they, they can, they can disrupt thyroid hormone also, which is a huge epidemic nowadays. Um, they can disrupt blood sugar because they can block insulin receptors as one example. Um, they can also change the way you make fat cells. There's so some chemicals are called obesogens and they can make you make larger fat cells or more fat cells. Just the way the toxins are interfering with like stem cell production, they can literally make you fatter. So you can be working on other areas for weight loss but still exposing yourself to a lot of toxins um, and feel really stuck. Mm. Yeah. I love, I love all those ways because I just think we're not necessarily thinking about that when we're using a, a, a product of some sort. We, when we typically look at health, I think most of us think, okay, well, am I sleeping? Am I stressed? But actually, am I eating? And then exercise. Those are kind of the two. But this toxins conversation can really shift it all um, for women in their health. And so, 
you know, if people are hearing this, they're probably like, I don't know. When I first started learning about this, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. I went to my husband. I was like, we got to get rid of everything. And he's like, whoa. And I'm like, okay, we'll do it one at a time. And so, you know, exactly. you know, and, and, and that's what I've done over the last three and a half years. And I know we both use essential oils and I've just slowly kind of changed things. And, you know, I didn't, didn't change it all in, at one time, but so if people are listening and they're like, okay, I think toxins may be like the last thing I haven't really considered. What are some things that they can start doing to kind of just cleanse their, their home and their environment? Yeah, I always say start in the home because it is where we spend the most time and we have the most control over the environment. So even if you think some things aren't great at work, that is an issue, but you still are spending more time at home. So, so there's, you know, simple things you can do. Indoor air quality is now worse than air, outdoor air quality. Yes. So just, you know, opening the windows, keeping your house clean, because a lot of toxins collect in that dust. So um, no one likes to clean, but cleaning is actually pretty important for keeping mm-hmm. a less toxic home. You know, having house plants, you know, having nobody smoke and vape inside the home is important. You know, we have these filters. I'm not much of a home expert, but we have filters for like our air, our our, our, our air return, you know, mm-hmm. for the AC and the furnace, changing those and using the highest grade you can. You can certainly consider getting, um, you know, a unit to, to be an air purifier, um, like in your bedroom, especially if you're having respiratory stuff or suspect anything. And then just being aware of what you bring in the home. So, you know, when we say we buy a new home or we have a baby, we can tend to just get excited about all the things we want to buy. You really have to think about the materials they're made with mm-hmm. and if they're synthetic and if they're off-gassing. So when you smell that off-gassing smell and maybe you only smell it a couple weeks, it's not done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just don't smell it anymore. It's just off the acute phase. So things like, you know, particle board, uh, can can off gas for like a decade. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So you know when you go, to, I love IKEA too, but I I have a little different view of IKEA than I used to because a mm-hmm. lot of the stuff there is is really um, you know it's made cheaply with a lot of adhesives and and stuff like that. So that stuff is going to off gas. So you know thinking about buying things that are used or hardwood or made of you know, real cotton instead of a synthetic, just kind of doing, doing, giving a question before you (laughs) purchase something like, could this off gas? Mm, That's really good. Yeah. I think I was, you know, going through some of our Adler stuff and even just reading a lot of books on toxins and just really seeing like flame retardants, like kids PJs and all these stuff. I'm like, they're children. And even like the toys that the kids use, like they're just, these toxins can hide in like you know, and, you know, places we would never think about it. So just, you know, what you're saying, just being more mindful um, of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that could be spending a little bit more money or taking mm-hmm. a little more time, but it, you know, you also don't need to buy as much stuff. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. And with children, you're right. The whole flame return thing is such a joke, you know, it was all just started to basically support the cigarette industry because they were, burning, you know, people were falling asleep with cigarettes and burning down their house and Mm -hmm. they didn't want to regulate the cigarettes. So they (laughs) made all these laws to put flame returns in things, which don't even really work. Right. So it's 
the, yeah, it's such a joke. And I, I remember many years ago when I would look at a shampoo bottle and see all the ingredients and I didn't know what they were. And I thought, well, I'm sure they're safe or they wouldn't, they wouldn't be selling it. That is such a myth. That is such a myth mm-hmm. I bought into. <laughs> right. There's so much dangerous stuff that we're allowed to buy. Uh, right. And you know, nobody's checking until there's some really sad you know, issue where, you know, yeah, kids are being exposed to lead in their toys or that kind of a thing. So yeah, really being a, just a savvy consumer. Um, also speaking on, on air quality, artificial fragrance is just never mm-hmm. a go. Um, so if you see the word fragrance or parfum on a label, just skip it. Just mm-hmm. if you have unscented or essential oil scented, don't use air sprays. Don't use, you know, Yankee candles or whatever they are. Like there's plenty of natural alternatives. You know, we don't use any of that stuff and our house doesn't smell. It's right. just, yeah, different approach. I used to love, I mean, I love a good candle and I used to like love Yankee. I'm just, I don't, hopefully Yankee candles <laughs> never listens, but it was just so even bath and body. And it's just so funny now because my mom knows like she'll like whenever she visits or she'll go into perfume stores and all that. She's like, you want to wait right here? I'm like, yep. Because I just can't, I actually can't go in it anymore because my body reacts. Like, I'm just like, this is way too strong. Um, but it's, it's yeah. been sad, you know, so I've made candles myself, but I'll say it's, oh, cool. not, you know, it's actually, yeah, it's really easy to make, but obviously it's not the same and it doesn't smell the same, but even what you're saying is true. Just like, that is a key way that I think we could, if we just even switch out our air fresheners, you're, you're like 10 miles ahead than a lot of um, people in this area too. Yeah. Yeah. And there, you know, I guess you're, there could be a little grief too. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Like, oh, I had to give up my favorite this or that, but I can tell you that there are replacements. Mm-hmm. There's so much available nowadays. It's a very different market than it was right? You know, even 20 years ago. And, and like you said, just go one by one. Mm-hmm. You don't have to throw everything out, but when you run out of your lip gloss, think about where you're going to get that next lip gloss. And mm-hmm. I don't want it to be, yeah. <laughs> you know, Claire's beauty supply or whatever. Like I want it to be beauty counter or Anne-Marie mm-hmm. Gianni or some brand that really cares about heavy metals that could be in your lip gloss and mm-hmm. fragrance and that kind right. of thing. Yeah. So true. So I, you know, we're talking about kind of watching what we bring into our body and all of that as a way of like kind of reducing our toxic load. But I would love for you to talk a little bit even about how, you know, our body's naturally meant to detox. It has these other detoxifying organs. Like how can we like help one kind of up that detoxifying game in our body by whether it's what we eat or what we do. And then how can we also get out some of the stored toxins that are, that are in our bodies? Yeah, so you can definitely support your detoxification organs, which are many, the liver, the kidneys, the gut, uh, the skin, and the lungs. Toxins exit all of those ways. So just breathing and exercising and being active helps remove toxins. Um, Dry brushing your skin is a really nice way to mobilize toxins. I'm a big fan of sauna, which also gets, it not only gets toxins about your skin, but it's also going to get them out of your urine and feces mm. at the same time. Um, you know, having a wide variety of fiber in your diet supports your gut, getting you know, lots of colors, lots of different types of food, 
supports that good microbiome and hopefully keeps things moving as does water. Um, so yeah, lots of hydration, you know, and if you do have some more complex chronic gut issues, uh, working with a coach to, to work on that. Cause sometimes we are constipated for reasons that are a little complicated. So if, you know, the basic things don't work for you and you have, you know, you rarely have a bowel movement or you have to do certain things to have a bowel movement and work with someone on that because it is an important area of detoxification. Mm-hmm. And then for the liver, the liver likes a lot of different foods <laughs> for mm-hmm. uh, detox. It likes, you know, clean proteins. It likes sulfur containing foods like garlic and onion. It likes eggs if you tolerate those. Um, leafy greens, organ meats, bone broth. Uh, these are some things that support um, the liver just being able to do its job properly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that because I think when we think of, you know, even some of the things that you're saying, like maybe a lot of people, not everyone is familiar, but like bone broth is something that could help with your, your gut and its health, but not not necessarily connecting, hey, that's also helping detoxifying your body or even greens. That's also helping. It's not just that it's healthy. So I love how you just kind of explain how some of these things that maybe some of us know or or practice or know that we should do, like why we should do it and how it is impacting us in many, many ways, you know. So we all know we should eat greens, but kind of like why? Why should we eat greens? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, especially if you aren't really used to eating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't really like tell them. me why. <laughs> It'd be like, yeah, I mean, if you know, you know, just, I mean, some of the most common complaints of women are, I have some weight I want to lose. I'm mm-hmm. tired all the time. And I, hormones are important to think about, but also detoxification is important to think about and they sort of go, go together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know that you also, you know, we're both love essential oils and I kind of talk about this sometimes, not all the time. I wish I, you know, can't, can't talk about everything, but I would just love for you to even share your experience, even something you've, uh, you know, you teach your, your clients and those in your community, how essential oils is kind of one of those solutions to help detox your body and your hormones. I mean, yeah, essential oils in so many different categories Mm -hmm. can be supportive here, um, certainly for switching out your toxic stuff around your house, right? Mm-hmm. Using lemon oil to clean your stainless steel or using, you know, essential oils to clean your countertops. That's one way. For hormones directly, there's a bunch of essential oils that lower cortisol. Um, some of my favorites are like sandalwood, cedarwood, mm-hmm. Um, the citruses, lower cortisol, there's a, a lavender, it's a, it's a long list. So that can be um, helpful. In the detox world, you can use essential oils while you do a castor oil pack, while you do a sauna, um, things like juniper berry and rosemary are two oils that are really nice for detoxification. And then I would lastly say that the oils are, you know, non-toxic daily remedies for what Mm -hmm. you've got going on. So when I was my sickest, yeah, I can say that getting the mold out is sort of the goal, but I had so many symptoms, congestion, couldn't sleep, and, I, you know, indigestion. You can use oils for all of that stuff. So just as a non-toxic 
symptom management, they're just important as you go through illness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love them. And even what you're saying, like the, the, the natural non-toxic daily remedies, like I woke up this morning and I was just like, Oh no, is a cold coming on? Am I just like, what's going on? I was like on guard protective blend or like just pulled out, you know, I just know kind of um, how these things have helped me to just pull out. So I, I just love that you mentioned that they're, they can be used for everyday things too. So yeah. So, so what if, oh, you know, actually before I got onto this question, I would love for you to talk a little bit more about, I know we were talking about whether or not we talk about this, but just like the testing around hormones, whether it's oh, Dutch right. testing or like, cause I think sometimes it's like, we can make these, these, what you're saying, make these lifestyle changes and maybe we're still feeling these things, but maybe it's actually a specific hormone we really need to address. So can you tell us a little bit about um, hormone testing? Yeah, I think it's really easy to make the wrong assumption about what's going on with your Mm -hmm. hormones. Right. A lot of women think they're making too much estrogen and they're actually just not making a lot of hormones. Right. Overall, every time I see results, I mean, there's often a surprise. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Um, You know, you can make too much estrogen right from the brain Mm -hmm. and then, then we have to figure out why that is or you could not clear it well because of detoxification limits. Um, there is such a complex system to create hormones and detoxify hormones. So many factors. So you know, we happen to run the Dutch test, which is a urine test you do from home, and it tests cortisol rhythm and estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, Mainly we run it as a one day test, either anytime when you're menopausal or, you know, a male or day like 20 of your cycle. But there's also a way to do the test where you run it multiple days of your cycle. Say if you're having trouble conceiving or something very irregular about, you know, how your cycle happens. So there's different ways to test and there's some extra markers they put in there too about oxidative stress and, B12. So it's, it's just an interesting test to, to see. And yeah, I think when you've been feeling really frustrated and confused by your hormones, um, it can be a great tool to just, just see them, mm-hmm. <laughs> see what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can make smarter choices about supplementation and, you know, interventions that you do. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So how can people like learn more about what you're doing or even some tips around detoxing and hormones? Like, are there some free resources or maybe even that blog you mentioned, like what would you suggest or some next steps to learning more? Yeah. So my main site is just bridgetdanner.com and yeah, I'm not sure when this will air, but our mold, all our recent blogs are on the main page and then you can also search the archives I think the free gift you'll see right away is 10 supplements for mold and detox. But I'm, I also sent to you um, five easy detox swaps and a five day do it yourself detox. So whether you're wanting to clean your body or make those first steps for your home, I gave a couple Mm -hmm. options for that or something I said, just kind of got you thinking, yeah, please come to the site and just search what you're looking for and you'll probably find something. Probably, yeah, you'll probably find there's so much there. I got lost the other day. I was like, oh, I got to get back to what I was doing. I'm like, oh, there's so much good stuff here. 
Yeah, it's so, you know, when you first start online, there's, you know, you feel like, oh, they're so, but over time, yeah. if you put in the word thyroid, you got like 10 different articles. Right, right. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Well, what, where, where can people find you on the internet or on social media? If that's kind of, well, you said your website, but what, what, what are your social media handles? Yeah, my Instagram is hormone detox shop, which is the name of our shop. And our Facebook, maybe the best way is we have a, a group called um, Hormone Detox Tribe. Mm-hmm. It might be easiest just to find that going to our main website because there's a, a like a little like a little app that will mm-hmm. show you that. Okay, great. Well, it, I just enjoyed talking so much with you today. Again, I could probably geek out here forever. You could probably geek out here forever. But uh, I just, you know, if, if people are listening and you just, you know, they're like, okay, whoa, they're kind of overwhelmed or what's next? What is like one piece of encouragement that you just kind of want to leave with the listeners today? I would say, you know, don't be overwhelmed. Just be curious. And Mm -hmm. instead of beating yourself up, just thank yourself for learning. Mm -hmm. You're learning. You already learned something, hopefully, today. Like, don't let it be a stressful thing where you just put your head in the sand. Even I'm still learning all the time. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's not a burden. It's, it's, it's a joy, you know, so just, I would say, yeah, just try to have a healthy mindset about it because we're certainly not trying to create more stress. We're just right. trying to have you, yeah, slowly change your habits and your health will benefit from it. Yeah. We don't want any more cortisol in your body than needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> the world provides enough of that, right? We, we don't need right. that. Right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I certainly learned a lot and I'll make sure to link all of your links and all of your freebies in the show notes. Great. Thanks, Bree. Thank you. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Healthy Body Podcast. I'm so honored to be with you each time you listen. All right, a couple things before you go. Please rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. The more people that do that, the more feedback I get, but the more people that can see this podcast. So wherever you're listening to it, subscribe to it there. Second thing is, if you would like to call in and leave a voice message in the form of a question or your, even your review, feel free to do that through the Anchor app. Just go to my podcast after you download the Anchor app from your app store go to where it says voice message and you can leave it there third thing is if you would like to uh, support this podcast and it's ongoing uh you know podcast episodes and the guest episodes well feel free to do that there are now there's now an option through the anchor app that you can do that you just go to anchor and click listener support and there's three different levels that you can support the ongoing work of this podcast And fourth thing is, stay tuned briefly as I mention again the sponsor of this podcast. Without sponsorships, both sponsors that I do as well as other people do, this podcast would not be possible. All right, tune in for the sponsor and I'll see you on the next episode. Just a reminder that this podcast is sponsored by my Balance Your Hormones Naturally Masterclass. This is a free masterclass on October 15th, 2019, where together we will learn what hormones are, how they easily get in balance, and how you can balance them through lifestyle changes and things such as essential oils. So all you got to do to join us is go to madewell345.com slash hormones, madewell345.com slash hormones, find out all the details there, enter your name and email, and join us live. You can either join us on Facebook or through Zoom. So there's 
tons of options for you to be able to join us, get the coaching you need and the support you need, and also find out about a special offer around my one-on-one coaching program that you can take me up on and get support in your hormones, your weight loss journey, and your healthy body journey. All right, now it is time for me to say goodbye, but I hope to see you on the next episode and I hope to see you in the masterclass. All right, bye.